Do you love listening to people tell their stories? Maybe it was a story that, that you don't have an opportunity to be a part of and so you get to hear it from their side or maybe it was a story that you did something in that story or, or you experienced it as well but now you get to hear what someone else was thinking and going through at the same time. It's one of the reasons I started this podcast. I love listening to people tell their story and today we get a chance to talk to a familiar face with brand new stories in Ren Bourgeois. Now, if you've listened to the podcast before, you know that we have already talked to Rin Bourgeois a couple of times, most recently about the CrossFit Open, what we were liking, what we weren't liking. Well, here's the thing. Rin and his team did so well that they qualified for the team quarterfinals. Then they did so well in the team quarterfinals that they are now competing at the Mid-Atlantic CrossFit Championship, one of CrossFit's semifinals to go to the CrossFit Games in late July. How awesome is that? So today we get a chance to hear from Ren, to hear his stories, to hear about the emotions, to hear about the stresses and the struggles. So I'm so excited to get a chance for you to hear this story, this 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 awesome, awesome time in Ren's life and, and get a chance to hear everything that led up to this point. Before we get started, I just want to put out one thing. So I've had so many people who have reached out to me about how to support Faithfully Fit. To this point, I haven't had much of a way for you to do that. Now, I have a Patreon account. You can go to patreon.com backslash faithfullyfit, and you can support Faithfully Fit through a couple of different tiers. Now, here's the thing. I'm constantly developing Patreon, learning how to create new content through Patreon. So right now, there's going to be extra things that you're going to get a chance to hear and to see from me. You're going to get a chance to hear me talk to some friends that, that you won't get to hear on the regular podcast. And, and as we go, we're going to start developing even more things, more access. Um, so guys, if you, if you are interested, I would love for you to at least just take a look. I'm so appreciative of you listening to Faithfully Fit, the podcast. It is such an awesome thing to think that, that you're wanting to hear what my guests have to say. You're wanting to hear people's stories and join in building relationships. Well, ladies and gentlemen, cannot wait for you to hear this. This was such a fun conversation to have. Ren is such an incredible guy. I hope you enjoy it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Faithfully Fit Podcast. We have a familiar name with a brand new title. Um, we now get the opportunity to talk to semifinal athlete, CrossFit semifinal athlete, Ren Bourgeois. Ren, what's up, buddy? Hey, man. Thanks for uh, having me on. Uh, just going to put that team semifinal team athlete in there. Well well, and, 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 and yeah, not trying to not trying to separate you from your team, but uh, hey, man, uh, um, semifinalists is semifinalists, dude. That's huge. Congratulations! Thank you so much. Uh, for sure, this is a, this is definitely a, a dream come true and a bucket list item for me. Uh, you know, I came to CrossFit Kima six years ago, and uh, this was the, the the goal, right? The goal yeah. was to go to regionals, and you know, the format changed and. People came and went, and uh, it's it's kind of almost ironic that we we qualified in a lot of ways. Yeah. Well, okay. So so like we said, team athlete on CrossFit Kima. Um, before we get too far, man, who are the other people on your team? So right now, it's a grand total of six of us. Uh -huh. um, you know, it's going to be myself, uh, Kenneth Hart. Uh, he goes by Mike Hart, but it's uh, Mike Kenneth Hart. And then it's uh, Samantha Donaldson, uh, Natalie Thompson, 
uh, Ryan Jones, and then uh, Sophia Davenport. We are a hodgepodge group of, of, of individuals that uh, kind of came together very, very quickly to, uh, you know, achieve a, you know, a dream, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Well, okay. So, so now definitely want to talk about the weekend and, 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 and hear kind of how it went and how it, how it, how it played out. Cause, cause one of the things that I have learned from hearing stories is that, um, the, the dynamic amongst teams is, is very different from the, the individual dynamic in a competition because you're having to deal with a whole new set of emotions and deal with other people and, and, and that. But, but before we get to that, I'm really interested in that. But so two things that I have, I have thought of recently. One, uh, it's pretty interesting. You talked about coming to CrossFit Kima. And, and, and so do me a favor though. This is kind of a huge deal that you guys have qualified because y'all went through some ups and downs in terms of, of, you know, the, the regionals and athletes coming and athletes going and, and almost, you know, dropping down to nothing in the gym, right? Yep, we did. Um, so CrossFit Kima, uh, is a CrossFit gym, obviously that spawned from another gym that was called, uh, CrossFit Bay area. Uh -huh. And. What happened was they, they spawned, we spawned from CrossFit Bay area. Um, we had some solid coaches. Uh, there's a, you know, famous coach in the area. Her name is coach Laura Lee. Um, she's a, you know, she, she, unfortunately she, she, she passed some time ago, but, uh, she had a very big cult following of athletes that came to C CrossFit Kima with her. And the mission was to, you know, be the best version of yourself and she poured that into every member that joined the gym. And from that kind of mentality spawned two regional teams. We had a regional team in 2013 and we had a regional team in 2014. Um, myself, I was never on any of those teams. Uh, I'm good friends with at least two of those team uh, prior team members. Um, and for me, when I came to Kima, you know, I had this lofty goal of trying to be, you know, one of the men on their team. And unfortunately, when I, you know, when I got to Kima, we probably had about 250 members. And at that time, the team just decided to part ways. And, you know, we, we hear about this a lot in CrossFit about these competitive gyms that, you know, fall apart after their, their competitive, you know, members or their competitive team leaves. And, that's sort of what happened with CrossFit Kima. You know, we, we went from 250 members to, we got down as low as, you know, I want to say probably 37 members. Um, wow. And those individuals that, that, that stuck around, you know, they stuck around for, for various different reasons. Um, we're very fortunate that they did stay and, you know, they're definitely a staple um, of, of, of members at the gym that have been there for, you know, six, seven plus years, mm -hmm. uh, helped keep the doors open. And, you know, we went through a lot of coaches. Um, you know, when I, when I came on in 2015, I was the rookie coach. Um, and, you know, when I stopped coaching, which was sometime last year, I was the most experienced coach at the gym. So a lot of turnover, you know, a lot of athletes, they become partial to their coaches or their mm -hmm. trainers, whatever you want to call them. And, you know, we just had a lot of turnover management, uh, I'd say management. I, ownership changed hands uh, three different times since I'd been at the, the the gym, and you know it just started to die. And ironically, we got really lucky. Um, you know, the a former owner of CrossFit Bay Area decided to buy into CrossFit Kima, uh, 
and uh, you know they've turned it around. That's that's amazing. And so I asked that because um, for you, you know, I, I knew that we have talked before, and you were someone who was. I mean, you've seen it all. I mean, you, you were there from 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 the 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 big teams and the huge gym to the low to the to the the tiny numbers and um, kind of seeing it rise and fall. Um, what is it? What is it like for you? What is it like for you to have come into the gym when they were at their peak to see it come all the way down um, and and now to see you guys you being a part of this now uh, heading to a semifinal. I mean, it's uh, it's pretty remarkable for me. Uh, you know, I I love the gym. The gym is, you know, the it's it's my home, um, and to to see us go through the ups and downs that we've been through, it's uh, it's remarkable, and it makes me very emotional. Yeah, know? yeah, it's yeah, it it is. I mean, because we we do that, and, and and a lot of times, and and I'm not in the. I'm not in the the super elite category, and so that the the moving gyms for for various reasons. You know, I've moved gym a gym once, and it was um, uh, it was it was good and painful all at the same time. And uh, I, I can imagine that that the family dynamic that gets created, and I and you know we've talked about on previous podcasts um, the dynamic that you create with the people that is around you and the relationships that you build with those people. That that's such a meaningful thing. That, that yeah, I, I I was so happy for you because I knew that you had seen kind of the rise and the fall and, and now to be right smack dab in the middle of the rise again is, is such a cool thing. So, so let me ask you this then. Um, so we, we talk about all of, all of these things and we talk about the weekend. You are a, a, a high level masters athlete and a high level team athlete. Talk about the difference between individual competition and team competition. I mean, you know, the, the I think the big difference is, the stress that you place, uh, the stress that you place on yourself. Um, you know, when you're an individual, it's those in, in, internal conversations that you have in between the ears. And from my my experience on the team side, it's not just about those internal conversations with yourself. It's also about you know feeding and giving to the others that are on your team. Um, and you know, understanding uh you know understanding that your boundaries have to be flexible because you're with a group of athletes that have different boundaries and you've got to kind of come together to figure out how to make your boundaries fit each other which requires a little bit of flex so to speak yeah um, so Go ahead. Well, i'm sorry man I'm, i don't mean to interrupt you um so so you, you talk about that that, that that's really i'd never heard I never heard the distinction about about the boundaries, and, and it makes a lot of sense, especially when when you start talking about the emotions that we go through and, and the ways that our minds work within workouts and after workouts, and and and, and how how that works. Do me a favor, um, give me an example. It doesn't have to be doesn't have to be like a super specific example, but but how are some of those things that, that you had to adjust your boundaries during the week of of preparing for or not preparing but going through the um, team qualifier? Well, I think the most, uh, uh, I think the most, the, the most challenging thing for me was understanding that I can't be as hard on myself as I am on others. And you know, a lot of people will talk. A lot of people who know me know that I'm pretty, I'm fairly abrasive, and I'm really hard on myself. And sometimes that can cause a rift between people who, who see me or interact with me. And it hasn't, it doesn't have a lot to do with, you know, how I feel about it, other people per se. It just means that I, I put a lot of, you know, I'm, I try to be the hardest I can on myself. Mm -hmm. 
Whereas on the team side, you know, you've got to take into account how, you know, how the emotions of everybody on your team, you also have got to understand that you've got to sometimes give a little bit less than you would normally give. And other times you got to look, you got to give a little bit more for the person that's there next to you. So it becomes more of uh, it becomes more of an emotional uh an emotional game, so to speak, with, you know, how you're approaching, not just how you're going to approach the workout, but how you're going to approach the workout for, for the people who are doing the workout with you, which is, I'm going to be quite frank, something that, you know, I was not really prepared for. And it definitely pushed me outside of my comfort zone, not as an athlete, but as a human being. Wow. So you're, you are, what are you, 39, 38? I'm 39. I am pushing 40 in August. Very nice. Okay. So what are the, what are the ages of, of your team members? So the, you, you may not know everyone's birthday. But well, yeah. So the, the, the other guy on my team, Mike, he's 34. He was mm-hmm. born December 21st, 1984. There it is. Wow. You got that down. Yeah. The, um, the other two girls, uh, one girl, she's 18, so she was born November 8th, 2002. Um, I, we just had to go through all this stuff for, 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 for qualification and setup for the yeah. team. And then the third one, she was born in, I want to say, 1994. Uh, okay. so what, 24? Okay. Wow. So, okay. So then younger, significantly younger. That's really interesting. I mean, so you, your, your, your men are, are, you know, older. You're obviously the, the eldest of the group. Um, did that come into the weekend? I mean, I mean, I know, you know, these people, I mean, but coming into the weekend, did that, that weigh extra on your mind? I I know you may not have been worried about your physical capacities. I mean, but, uh, just in terms of, of maybe the, the leadership role that, that often comes with being a little bit older. Yeah, I mean, for me, you know, I got kind of put into a leadership role for sure, not because I'm older, but because, you know, I had been at the gym the longest. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, the feedback that was given to me, uh, especially in the middle of, 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 you know, blow ups on the floor during quarters, you know, the feedback was, you know, I was basically the leader because I had been there the longest and I just kind of assumed that role. Uh, I never... I never, I never felt like because I was older, like I couldn't contribute. I just, you know, what worried me more so than anything was just being able to recover as quickly as they could. I mean, mm-hmm. we would finish a workout and they're hopping around like bunnies, you know, <laughs> you know, I'm going to need a couple hours to, to go do recovery. Um, you know, each morning, you know, from Thursday, fr- Thursday, Friday morning, Saturday morning, and Sunday morning, you know, I was up at 5 a.m. doing body work for two and a half to four hours. Whereas, you know, I'm not saying my teammates weren't doing body work. It's just I knew I had to do those extra things because I'm older and that's how, you know, my body works. Yeah. Yeah. So what was the what was the the high point of the weekend for you? The high point for the weekend for me was the end of the last workout that we did, which was workout five on Sunday. Um, we, 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 we didn't do, we didn't, we didn't do the order correctly. 
Um, we thought we had a game plan and we made some missteps and we had to redo two of the workouts. We had to redo workout five and we had to redo uh, workout four. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we, we shaved some significant time off our workout five from um, when we initially did it. And, you know, it was just the end of a really long, impactful weekend. And, you know, it, it was a moment where the whole entire team was we were either ready to kill each other. We were all, we were ready to kill each other. And then all of a sudden we were thankful that it was all over and it was definitely a a joyous occasion. Yeah. So, so with that, I I mean, with having to do workout five again and shaving off so much time, um, did, did you feel pretty confident at the end of the weekend? Uh, you know, I thought that, you know, going into, going into day, going into the last day, we were, we were below the cut line. Um, some issues with our, there there were some issues with, with one of our scores that we got that HQ, you know, took care of rather quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, we, when we like, we felt like, we felt like if we didn't do better on workout five, you know, like it was going to definitely impact us, you know, even though you're above the cut line, there's no guarantees in our mind. We just wanted to be able to walk away knowing that we did everything we possibly could. So when we finished that workout, you know, we went from, you know, the first time we did it, we were like 1452. And when we finished it the second time we were 1309. So everybody significantly shaved time. Mm-hmm. And you know, from there, that's all you can do is you put, you, yeah. you, you put everything into it and then, you know, you walk off the floor and, and that's what we did. Man. So more than a minute and a half total. I mean, across, so was it across six athletes or four athletes? How many scores did you have to turn in for that? It was four, four athletes, four. Uh, one workout. It went girl, girl guy guy and we changed up the order a little bit and you know i didn't you know i didn't trip over the box and eat it um you know i mean (laughs) shave some time there but uh i think you know it was all about camaraderie at that point everybody knew that they needed to do everything they possibly could and and that's what we did so it was really cool yeah so so then not you know once again not not trying to not trying to create any dynamic issues or anything but what's the what's the low point of the weekend uh, for me, the low point of the weekend was definitely uh, the rowing workout. Uh-huh. Um, you know, when I talked about earlier, I said, you know, team athlete understanding boundaries. You know, you know how when you sit down, like you're doing a workout and you're trying to cheer and motivate motivate somebody on. Um, you know, we just kind of had like a blow up in the middle of the rowing workout where you know it just uh, it kind of you know definitely hurt morale. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I don't want to get too specific about yeah. it, but yeah. And, 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 and certainly wouldn't ask you to, I, I know that's always one of those interesting things. Um, I always try and, and talk to, I don't do a lot of team stuff, unfortunately. I, I would love to, but um, you know, just even when, when you're, you've got people around and cheering you on um, I, I know that we, we all have our own ways that things play out in our head. And, and, and so sometimes you say something in the way that maybe you would say it to yourself or, or maybe that you would, you would, you are expect people to cheer you on, but people definitely take things differently. So, so yeah, no, please, I'm not trying to, I'm not, I'm not trying to dig too much, but, but uh, um, it's just, it's interesting to hear how the dynamics go, especially between workout four and workout five. Now, I don't know what order you did them in. I mean, but you have those two in close proximity to each other and, and five, you, you guys wind up shaving off so much time um, did five. So, so let me ask you this, did, did the first run at workout five come before workout four with the blow up and then the second run come after it? 
So we did, our order of operation was we went one, four, mm-hmm. um, because we weren't sure how we were going to do with the the strict handstand pushups. And yeah. then day, so we went, uh, we no, we went, yeah, we went one, four, and one negatively impacted workout four. Oh, yeah. So we came in the next day and the next day what we ended up doing was we did, uh, what did we do? We did workout two mm-hmm. and then we did workout five mm-hmm. and we weren't satisfied with the performance on workout five. So we knew we were going to have to redo it. So then when we came in on Saturday, we redid workout four mm-hmm. and then we did workout three and three is where we had the blow up. And okay. then Sunday we ended up doing, we repeated five because we felt like we could do better. And when we tripped on the box, so when I tripped on the box, so there's a rule, no part of your body except for your feet can touch the top of the box, but it wasn't super clear to us at the time. Mm -hmm. So, you know, later on after we did the workout, we're watching the video, you know, we go back, we double check the rules and the rule book basically said that if your hand touches the box, the rep doesn't count. So in our mind, we were going to have to repeat workout five. We had an additional day. So we felt like that's what we needed to do. So that's kind of how the order of the operation. Oh. Went. So, yeah. I got you. I, yeah. My bad. I miss, I, I, I was, I was misremembering about which one, which one was the, the, the wall ball workout and, and whatnot. So, so yeah. So then, so then three, so the blow up comes, um, but yeah, so you had, you had, you had five, you had the, the, the first attempt and then the redo on, on the front end and the back end of three. That's pretty interesting to me. Yeah. We made some missteps. Yeah. I mean, for sure. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm sure every team that, that did these workouts could go back and except for the, you know, maybe the top 20 teams, I'm, every team could go back and, and do some things a little bit differently or, or maybe not. Maybe they're just that fit. I don't know. Well, I, I would, I, I gotta say, I, I would, I would venture to say because of the, the brand new format this year that I, I think that it, I think everybody is, is learning and, and trying to adjust. I mean, we saw it in the individuals, we saw it in the, the AGOQ and, and, and obviously in the teams as well. I just think that there's so many, so many new aspects to it that, um, yeah, I mean, you know, the, the order that you're doing the workouts in and having to turn them in. And, and then I, I know you guys went through a little bit of stress with, with the, the scoring issue, um, early on that had to get fixed. I mean, I, I know that adds even to the, to the emotional and mental stress of the weekend as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. This floor setup, I mean, believe it or not, like a lot of stuff. Like the, for me, like I think one of the biggest stressors is floor setup. Like yeah. having to put the tape down, you're sitting there, you're thinking about having to do the workout. Once you have the tape down, then you got to figure out where the camera's going to go. You know, they tell you where to put the camera, but you got to make sure that the camera goes where they tell you to go, but you get like the right angle. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and then, you know, I mean, how you start, you want to make sure you start appropriately. And, you know, it's, it's all that extra anxiety, you know, that you get from doing it. I think, uh, it does make it feel more like you're stepping onto a floor like you would at, you know, MFCC or at mm-hmm. Waterpalooza or any of those bigger competitions. So I do like that aspect in a lot of ways because it makes it feel like you're right there on a real floor. Yeah, most definitely. So, but so, so now speaking of real floors then, so you are headed to the, the mid Atlantic CrossFit challenge, correct? That's where the team's competing. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Now, wait, now where, where is that specifically? 
So that will be in uh, Knoxville, Tennessee, and it's going to take place from May 28th to May 30th. So it'll be a three-day competition. Does that, man, does that feel like a quick turnaround to you? Absolutely. It is. Uh, you know, uh, HQ did not do a great time. Uh, they didn't do a great job of really um, helping out the teams. Um, I feel like, you know, I know that they, 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 wanted to, they, wanted to, they wanted to go through and do the video process and, you know, give everybody their fair shake. But at the same time, you know, it's, it's definitely an unfair advantage for teams that are, say, going to, you know, West Coast Classic versus teams that are going to, you know, Mac. And that's because, you know, my team, we got our invitation from the day that we got our invitation. That's 17 days versus, wow. Yeah, if you're somebody who goes to West Coast Classic, which is June 17th through the uh, 17th, yes, the 17th through the 20th, you know, you've got a little bit of breathing room. Uh, also, you know, trying to find, you know, Airbnbs. You know, I think that I think that these organizers they do a great job of, you know, blocking off some rooms at a hotel. But the reality is, is that elite competitive athletes need an environment where they have a kitchen. You yeah. know. They need to be able to cook their own foods. And a lot of these hotels, they're not catering to athletes. They're catering to, you know, travelers who aren't necessarily looking to, you know, count all their macros. So mm-hmm. it's unfortunate, but, you know, it, it is what it is. And it's it, it's going to be an, an awesome experience for sure. But you know, I do hope that, you know, maybe they 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 look at timelines next year and, and maybe this is all about COVID, right? Yeah. You know, yeah, that's it, it's just interesting, you know, for you to, you know, I, I've seen all the posts, but for you to actually say May 28th and me to realize that today it is May the 13th is it, it just it for, for such a large kind. And I'm not, you know, I, I'm not trying to critique, but it just it does. I mean, for such a large competition, you think about how, how far out you prepare yourself for these major competitions. Um, if you were to call me and, and say, hey, by the way, you've got a master's slot at you know whatever competition and it's in two weeks and it's a major comp <laughs> i i think i'd be i think i'd be in panic mode yeah i mean you don't forget we had to do we had age group online qualifier mm-hmm. so i had an older athlete so i got to do agoq over the weekend and you know i might have got you know one day rest because you know i've got to be training with my team to be as prepared as we possibly can for mm-hmm. you know the the event coming up, which is in 17, 16 days. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, lot of, lot of teamwork and learning teamwork there. So, okay. So now I, I, how, how is, how's that? I mean, do you guys have a worm? I mean, I mean, are you focusing on that? Like what, what are you guys doing as a team to try to prepare? So we do have a worm, uh, Mad shout out to Travis Williams over at you can cross it. Ironically, we're going to end up at the same, uh, semifinal. So he, uh, Prior to, you know, uh, in, the, in, in the 2018 season, uh, Don't Stop was actually at CrossFit Kima, mm-hmm. but weren't tagged as CrossFit Kima. Oh, okay. And I have a, you know, my wife and I, we were basically the team mom and dad, and we have really good, really good relationships with all the team members from Don't, the original Don't Stop. Yeah. And Travis was uh, gracious enough to let us borrow the worm that the team Don't Stop used. And we've actually been playing with it for a couple of months um, and obviously now we're, we're ramping it up a little bit more. So we do have a worm. We've been doing a lot of synchro stuff. We've been going through and looking at old regional workouts. We've been going through and, and doing old workouts from, from sanctionals. 
Um, I mean, it's a process. A lot of it's, you know, communication. Uh, the worm is obviously a lot of communication. Uh, so, you know, it's, it, it's going to be what it is when we get there, but, uh, we're, we're doing everything we can to be as prepared as possible. And, uh, you know, that's in spite of, of, of all the obstacles getting thrown our way. So, yeah. yeah. Wow. Now that's that. And that's really good. And that's, that's great that, that you're seeing some, some, uh, camaraderie amongst, uh, the teams, uh, with, with, you know, being at the same event, but yet still being able to use the worm. That's, uh, that's real nice. So, but speaking of, speaking of other teams, um, so I don't know if you've heard of them, but I, I just want to let you know that there's a there's a team that has a guy leading the team named Rich. Just kick him kick him in the knee, um, and and I think you guys will be good from from that point on. Um, they're 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 not too bad, but you know they're nothing special. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I'm actually uh, I've been in a position as as a masters athlete to be at the same competition as Mayhem. Um, I believe I was with them in 2019 at Wadapalooza. I was obviously a master, nowhere in the same league. Um, you know, this is, it's kind of an honor and a privilege to have the opportunity to be remotely, just to be in the same competition as him. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm sure that a lot of the people, myself included on the team, will be fanboying out. <laughs> so i mean it is what it is uh, at the end of the day you know we're 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 all humans we all got to put our, our our pants on one leg at a time and uh it's it's still pretty cool to get to say that you know there's a slight possibility that we'll be on the same floor as them oh yeah uh, so it, it it's an honor and it will be a privilege yeah. well and it, it's it, it's fun for me and and i think it's fun for for a lot of people that know you um, because when, when you look at this, I mean, yeah, we, we say it, we joke and like you say, fanboy out, but, but it also is, is, I mean, it's a huge tribute to you. You, you talk about the fact that you take someone who is one of the best to do at all time, not getting into any of those discussions, but one of the best, one of the two, um, on the male side, at least. Uh, and, and, and to say that you are going to be on the same floor as him, um, competing against him. I mean, not even, not even just the fact of, you know, you're going to be in the same area, but I mean, you're literally going to be on the same floor as him competing against him. I think it's a huge tribute to you, to, to your growth and, and to the growth of, of your team. I mean, I mean, for goodness sakes, one of the things that I find so amazing about your gear, Ren, is this year you, you were not planning on being competitive. Like you, you were taking, you were taking this year easy to try and get your knee healthy. So that way, when you got into the 44 or the 40 to 44 division that you were, you were fully healthy and here you are um, making plans to, to head off and compete against some of the best in the world um, on a team. I think that's absolutely amazing, dude. I'm so proud of you. I appreciate that, man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, everybody that's in, that's in that group that we're in, um, I mean, I don't think that I do a good job of communicating this, but everybody that's in that group is almost, y'all are basically my real world heroes. Um, and it's not because of your, it's not because of everybody's competitive proudness. It's because of the brotherhood that we have mm -hmm. and how each and every one of you bring something different to the table. And I'm always astonished at, you know, the different perspectives that are in there and how it how I can take a simple conversation in that group and apply it to become a better human being, not just for my family, not just for my friends, but in my professional life. And, uh, it's, it's been a, it's, it's, it's been pretty remarkable. And, um, I'm very thankful for the people that are in my life, that group, especially. Um, that's, that's awesome. So, so before we transition to the next thing and, and wrap up soon, um, speaking of, of both, 
um, uh, being on the floor with Rich and the group that you and I are in, um, I don't want to take any slack for forgetting to mention that one of the few times that Rich has stood on the second slot on the podium and had to look up to someone else um, was our buddy, uh, Jamie Free. So Jamie made sure to, when we were talking about you being on the, the same floor as Rich, he made sure to send our group uh, that picture of him being in the number one slot on the podium while Rich was on the second one. Um, I'm, I'm not too concerned about Rich listening to this podcast, um, but uh, if he does, know that uh, Jamie Free will always remember that fondly. So. <laughs> but, but, um, uh, all right, Ren. So what are you guys doing? How, how can people, um, support you guys as you are preparing to head off? So we do have a, we have a GoFundMe page. Um, you know, all donations are definitely appreciated. Um, I can put the link in and send that over to you. Um, please do, please do. We're going to do, you know, we're probably going to do some t-shirts, uh, for the gym, and, uh, you know, that's going to be it. We, we don't have a real, you know, we don't have a, a long lengthy amount of time to, to come up with anything. So for us, you know, any, any donations are awesome, but, uh, you know, even sending us a, you know, even sending us just a note, Hey, do your best would mean the world to everybody on the team and myself included, but also would be something that would help our community as far as motivating and inspiring them to try to reach for the stars. So I'm going to add in the link for you and I'll push you up. Yeah, no, totally. No, well, we will, we'll make sure. So, so when, when, uh, um, I'll send something out early, but, but, uh, cause this will, this will go out, um, a couple of days after we finish talking here, but, but, so we'll send that out and, and make sure that everybody has a, a link to support you guys. And, um, uh, Ren, man, Congratulations. Congratulations to you and all of CrossFit Kima. I cannot wait to talk to you again after the, after the Mac and, and just hear about it, hear, hear about um, everything surrounding it. Cause I know the, 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 the competitions that, that I've done, that we've done, um, there's always stories to come from them. And, and uh, dude, you know me, you know how much I love listening to stories. So, but well, Ren, dude, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, make sure that you go and you you check out uh, CrossFit Kima, that you are watching the stream to see CrossFit Kima as they, they head into the MAC. We are, are so pulling for our buddy Ren, um, so excited for him and, and excited for the whole team. So ladies and gentlemen, once again, thank you for listening. Cannot wait to see you next time.